So this is interesting. We're going to do something different. Yes, because uh, we're recording this very uh, a long time ago in, in the COVID. Because we just we, had, we couldn't get the studio. We had to do it when the studio was available, and we had to do it like a number of weeks ago from now. Uh, and so we're doing like this is a special. Is this mini version or whole? What, what is it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, Sam, well, Sam, Sam, not here. Is Sam, no, here? no, she's not here. So. What what I did up on our Facebook group, and you can join it at any point. Yeah, um, I've just said ask us any questions that did you like. Did you say that? Did you? Yeah, ask us any questions, and some of them are very funny. Some of them are rude. <laughs> like, um, but like, quite a few people want to know how we came up with. Like, Aidan O'Neill said, "How did the podcast start?" And there's quite a few questions like that. How did it start, and where did you get the idea from? It was your idea? Yeah, and we were doing a show on the ABC called Now I'll Have to Kill You, which was your idea. Yeah. And then they asked us to come up with a podcast idea, and we came up with somehow related. Well, no, did we? Yeah. No, I remember we they, we were going to do something, and I said to you that idea that idea of yours is really good. Yeah, I, yeah, that's right. Now you came up with the that's right. You just you just came up with the idea uh, and said, "How about we do?" I had an idea the other day about relating two things that aren't related. But how did that come to you? I don't know. Oh, I just like trivia, and I like how things are so obscure sometimes. And I just, I just because you're it. a prolific reader i love trivia yeah yeah so that's why we started doing it so uh, but 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 what happened was we pitched for the abc and they gave us the runaround they said no they don't they didn't want to do it didn't they didn't Mm. want to do it and then we went then you were approached by a producer courtney and i said that idea that you had a while ago is a really good idea let's go back to that because we were going to do something else i can't i don't know what it was maybe it was now i'll have to kill you or something but i said we should investigate that idea was of yours which is really good now you wanted to review porn films remember that uh, that was, <laughs> I mean, that was <laughs> yeah and courtney's ex abc and so he started setting up his podcast company so that's and that's so which is where we're on now yeah and um and that's how it happened so that's kind of – is that interesting? Yeah. Fiona Crisp wants to know, what was yeah. your big break? How did it come about for both of us? I don't really – I don't know if I've had – you get a series of small breaks, don't you? Yeah, you do. You get you get moments. I think uh, I had a sort of a bit of a break. I got a Just Jeans ad. Oh, wow. Um, I auditioned – I started out doing ads and uh, I did a lot of like ads for Champagne, RACV, Christian Television Association – um, insurance, Dulux paint, um, and then and then I oh no actually bef- the first one I got was just jeans and I had to do a whole lot of characters in a change room. Oh, and that got yeah, yeah right, and that got you it, noticed. It got me noticed, and that was back in the early that that was back in the early eighties, and then I didn't get any work much work after that, and then I went into stand up. So I, you make your own luck. Yes, it's all in my book. <laughs> Matthew, what about you? What about you? Oh no, I just I've just had a series of it's just been doing stand up and getting noticed. But did you go? You went from a time when you weren't. Have we, hey, by the way, do we we haven't done the intro music? We don't need that. This is a, this is a totally different. Uh, this is a totally different. Um, do you think people are going to feel a little bit hard done if they can ask this question? If we have the music. Okay. Okay. So you you did a, you had a whole lot of things, uh, and. I just started doing. Were you sitting at? A, were you sitting at a desk? Where, where were you? What was your first? What was that job before you were in stand up? Yeah, I was a. It worked in uh, public relations. I was trained to be a teacher, but I never taught. Because I was at an insurance company, and I went. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, yeah. I want to perform. I want to be on the stage. Yeah. And I got into drama school, and I. Oh wow! And then I remember getting in, and then I went into the stairwell when I got the news at the insurance company, 
and did a little dance. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Now, okay, so now the music team. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Wait, this, is a, this is somehow related. This is somehow related spe- question. Special edition. Special edition, COVID edition, uh, because Sam is not here. Having got, she hasn't got any ideas. She's flat out trying to keep yeah. up with all the charts with the COVIDs, COVID. and she hasn't we're, got anything for we're just us. Answering questions from Facebook. Who's the, this is from Matthew Macy? Who's the best comedian you guys have seen and why? God, oh, that's a really. I'll say Alexi Sale. I saw him once. I loved him. I thought it was. Very I remember funny. seeing Humphreys when oh, I. Oh, Barry Humphreys very good. I remember seeing Humphreys when I was a kid, and it was because of Humphreys that I I do what I want. I do what I do because cool. I. Just to be very able, good, yeah, very good, beautiful, incredible writing, great characters, and I remember I didn't know what I was laughing at, but I was probably about twelve, and my mum took me to see him at the Playbox Theatre. I don't know if it's there anymore oh, wow. uh, in Melbourne, and um, I loved it, and I just wanted to do that. Um, Bill Burr was pretty funny. Yeah, he's funny. I've never yeah. seen him live, but um, I bet you. And I tell you, for mine, it, when I was in the US. The best stand-up I saw was oh, I used to host the Tonight Show for years. What's his name? Yeah, but yeah, talk like that. Um, oh, Jay Leno. Jay Leno, brilliant, brilliant stand-up. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Um, someone wants to know who was a what trade would you do if you needed to do a trade job? That's from Henry Saundry. What trade? I, we've talked about plumbing before. Plumbing's good, but I, uh, I'm a bit wet. Bit bit. I, I see I, you as a florist. Is that a trade? Yeah, absolutely. That's a trade. Yeah, I do. I'd I was be a thinking. Cook. I was thinking carpenter, but you see him as a florist. I'm joking. I'd be a cook. I'd be a cook. Oh, you'd be a good cook. Yeah, just a very average one. Sort of but cook. I could be a florist. Okay, yeah, okay. hairdresser. Oh, yeah. oh, you think? Oh, hairdresser. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. What? What was it? There was another good question here. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll keep moving through the questions. I'm just editing them as I see them. Bridget says, Dave, you create a monster. Yeah, I know. There's a lot. Oh, my God. Dave, are you writing another book? A few people, they, I, well, I'm thinking about writing another book. You're thinking about it. What comes first? Uh, well, the the to, desire or the idea? No, nah, I think a little bit of both. You, you, get, you, get, you get, oh, this is a good idea. Think, I think this is a book. Yeah, I think you've got to get a good idea, though. Because I think the big mistake people make is that I want to write a book and they end up writing, it becomes indulgent. This this is good from Mel Cassio. What's one thing you both have in common that isn't widely known? I've thought of something. We've both played butchers on, in, in TV and films. You, of course, famously were Cal Knight. Yes. And I was, uh, I can't remember his name, but in Takeaway of the Movie, I was a butcher. And we both went to the same teacher's college. Yeah, I was going to say, we both, do, you State. went to Melbourne State? Mm, Melbourne yeah. State, which is now uh, part of Melbourne Uni. Is that with... Uh, is that worth knowing? I guess. Uh, is there anything mm-hmm. else? Um, what Paul Harmon wants to know between you, Melways, Dave, and Glenn Coit Robbins, what's bizarre location surprised you the most? Any chance you guys live in Victoria this year? Probably not, Paul. We'd love to leave Victoria and come to Queensland and do some shows or something. But it'd be good to do. Uh, what bizarre place have you been What bizarre? To? What do you well, mean? Where have you turned up in Australia? Well, you said what bizarre place have you turned up mm. in in Australia? Mm. God. There's some surprising places you go to. I mean, I have with Russell Coit, obviously. I've travelled all around the country. What's su- nothing surprising, though? God, a lot of Leyland brothers. Don't worry, we'll move on to the next one. Stuart Paul, what's the one thing you regret not doing job you turned down? I, can't, I couldn't, I can't think of one that I've hard. In there, it is, it is hard because most of the time, if the regret, the, the not doing is a part of 
part of it. In other words, I wasn't yeah. meant to do that. So you go, even though it was a great gig, but I never really was there a role. There was a movie called The Square. Oh yeah, um, by um, those brothers. Yeah. yeah, and they really wanted me to play the lead, and I wasn't. It wasn't should've, a good time for me, and I. Well, Joel, Joel Edgerton. Yeah, and they shot it. We're shooting up. I mean, it was me. It's in Sydney. I had, to, I had to move to Sydney. About for a few buildings months. or something. Building. Yeah, it's about yeah. And um, I really, uh, those guys went on to have gone on to make one of the best dramas. And I can't remember the name of it. You should have really done that. I can't believe you turned it down. <laughs> you're, an idiot. you're an idiot. Um, Mr. Go Between, the Go Between, Mr. In Between. Oh, uh, Mr. In Between. That yeah, is great. a brilliant. Yeah, great if you get series. the chance, if you've got Foxtel, oh, Foxtel, yeah. If they've done two series of it, and the director of that one of the Edgerton brothers, Nash Edgerton, yeah. is sensational, and Joel's not in it, but I dare say he's involved. Nash is a great director, and that series is brilliant. I wish I had have taken that role to to have worked with him. Um, well, <laughs> play the lead in that. Chira Laura Lanza wants to know. Sorry, I mispronounced your name. What's the one thing guaranteed to make you both laugh? Uh, what do you reckon? What are you? I don't mind a bit of slapstick. Oh, people falling over. People it's falling always, over is yeah, funny. I mean, uh, I mean, I guess in terms of performance, Laurel and Hardy always used to make me laugh. Funny, funny. Um, Peter Sellers was funny. Peter Sellers, yeah. but he apparently he's a bit of he's a bit of an asshole. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, uh, I love I love good physical comedy. Yeah, so do I. Oh. Well, that's an answer. Okay. Fleur Diamond, can Glenn explain the origins of his awesome moves on Kathleen Kim? I'm thinking the iconic walk. Well, you do this on stage. I've done it many times with you. The jo- there's the joke version and there's the real version. Oh, what's the real version? Meaning, why do I walk like that? Yeah, the the, the, the power walk. Well, the, my daughter was doing it today as we were walking along the beach. She goes, who am I? I'm like, yeah, Cal Knight. <laughs> he said boringly. <laughs> um, no, we had a couple of things there where we needed – where you know, it was in the script that we – and I'm not trying to take any claim here, but it was um, that Kel would go out power walking and I remember oh, – Girls would probably kill me. Maybe it wasn't my idea. But I remember thinking, it, all you need to do is impersonate the power walkers in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. And it's automatically funny. Yeah. I said, let's just walk like we're in the Olympics. And they walk like this. And then we go, oh, that's funny. Let's do that. And they, and the kiss was like that too. Like we, ha- we had to try and work out a funny way to kiss. And I had observed, because I was a teacher, well, this is a bit spooky, a bit creepy, but teenagers would be, they'd be, You'd catch them kissing around the back of the yeah, and they would all they get their mouths. That's oh, horrible. It's horrible. But they get their mouths ready too early. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Kath and yeah, yeah. you and uh, yeah, Kath do that. Yeah, they get their mouths ready too early. This yeah. is another. This is from yeah. Edwina Williams, uh, who I've met. She's a journalist. And oh, that's nice. She's a lovely person. Uh, met her and her mum at a gig. Because uh, she bought one of my books, I remember. Hi, Edwina. Um, she wants to know, this is a great question, tell us about the first time you had the opportunity to dance with Jane Turner. You have some serious, hilarious dance chemistry. I especially love Les Larby and Margaret Bland's Galaxy of Dance. Yeah. Because you did a bit on Fast Forward. You must yeah, have that's where that her. originated. Because she's a mover. Oh, she's sensational. She's a mover. She, 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 that, having said, who's the funniest thing you've ever seen? That's, she's that's, so, it's so yeah, funny. Yeah, her, her movement is so funny. I just think that we... Both knew that we had funny moves because I had a a funny move that I would do, which was, and, and I've said this before, it's me dancing like a nine year old, 
And I re- you'd see kids uh, yeah. at weddings, and they would want that, that dance, and, and they yeah. they didn't have, and they didn't have rhythm. They didn't have, but they kind of would impersonate what was happening in front of them. So it was based on a, a nine-year-old dancing, and it was and it was like click your fingers and move at the wrong time. Yeah, Everything yeah. was out of sync. And um, very good point. So out of Jane sync. Jane had her move, and I had my move, and we thought, well, let's make up a dance studio that could. Um, uh, cater to those. Cater to those. Mm. Then I did a show called Slippers. Oh, yeah, it was a live and show. A live show for the comedy festival back in, what, mid-90s? Bob Franklin and Marty. Yeah, Bob Franklin. We did t- a couple of series of it. It was fantastic. And um, I used to do an impersonation in that. That was when Michael Flatley was really popular. Oh, uh, yeah, you did, you're a good river dancer. You yeah, and we Jane. went – and I and – I, I don't know if it was me or Jamal. Someone said, all you got to do to river dance is have your arms really straight and you have your body heart, bottom half go really hard at it and your top half really still. And um, so I used to come out at the end of – we have a dance routine at the end of the show and I would come out and I don't know how – I just made it up. Yeah. How I would come out and my legs would go crazy and um, – that was the Michael Flatley dance. I think the girls came in sore slippers. Yeah. And then when we danced in the wedding show of Kath and Kim, yeah, you do the, the girls dance. said, why don't you do that funny Irish dance? And I funny. Did Kath do it as well? Yeah, yeah, you're did. doing yeah. it together. You're doing yeah. it together. I saw it the other night. Um, I saw that episode the other And then, night. just by the by, then I think it was series two, Jane broke her ankle. Yeah. So when we did the Irish dancing in the pub, um, we had to be very careful, and I ended Ooh. up lying on top of Jane. And that was the episode was this is going on a bit. The episode was Kel was having trouble with his libido, libido, oh, yeah. And and he does the dance and he gets his libido back. And then I end up falling on top of her and doing Irish dancing on top of her. Oh, yeah, right. But she just got out of hospital after breaking her leg. Oh. And I had to be very careful when I was doing my Irish dancing on top of her not to kick her in the ankle because Ooh. she had a compound fracture of her ankle. Ooh. You didn't need to know that. But oh, no, that's no, what I think of when I see that scene. Russell, This is from Russell Coy, and I can't believe he's a real person. Oh, yeah. And this has been asked before, does mm. Glenn eat only white food? Because someone mentioned this before. Maybe you said it somewhere as a oh, joke. Oh, yeah, no, I, uh, the white diet. The, the white diet. Yeah, I have talked about the white diet. Don't eat anything white. Don't eat white rice. Don't eat potato. Don't eat uh, potato. Don't eat uh, anything. Bread. Bread. Um, It's the white diet. Yeah, I said this a while ago. And if you want to lose weight, go on the white diet. Yeah, don't eat white stuff. So you take all that starchy stuff out and you take away ice cream. It's carbs. and And you'll lose weight. Paul Hetherington, who I know. Hi, Paul. What would either of you consider going on LOL Australia if they have another series? What's what Australia? Laugh Out Loud Australia, the one that Rebel Wilson's on Amazon. Where oh, right. I've going seen to one episode. I haven't seen it. I've seen one episode. I must admit, I watched one because I got it for free, and um, I thought, well, I watch it, and I didn't have the second one. I would have watched it again. From what I've heard, it got a little bit un, a little bit uh, oh, yeah. uh, rough around the edges. Yeah, yeah. Behind the uh, scenes, the comedians didn't enjoy it. No, uh, it's like it's that thing of where you put you. Like no, any no. of those reality shows that you're setting up without conflict, you don't have a show. So they're setting you up for conflict. And maybe – no, look, I would never do anything like that. No, you wouldn't do I it. I would never do anything like that. But I certainly wouldn't do it with, with the calibre of younger comedians. I wouldn't be able to keep up those. Oh, things. you would. That wouldn't be a problem. But, Frank, um, Frank Woodley, I must admit, was very funny. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised guy. if he was the winner because he was just hilarious in there. Very funny. They're all good. Yeah. Uh, what do we need to get the panel back on air? Well, we, 
Featuring Dave as well, like that time he introduced Taxi Ride. Yeah, I, I remember that. Martin Bradman. Um, yeah, well, that's not up to us. I mean, the panel's been gone for a while now. Well, there's enough panel shows on, and that you can't bring the panel back. No. Nah. Because it was of its time. Well, I will admit that when we, when I say we, when the show was pitched to Channel 10, they said, what are you going to do? We're going to talk about the week's events. And they said, and? Sketches? Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. And when you, when is Glenn going to do Uncle Arthur? When is Rob going to do one of his characters? We're just going to... And for six weeks, we were getting bad reviews and I'm not sure the ratings were that good and people were kind of go, And then it kind of clicked. Kate Langbrook, Sandra Chilaro, Tom Gleisner, Rob Sitch and myself. When they first approached me to do it, I went, no fucking way am I doing that show. I'm not standing up there with the like the, the Well you're used to doing characters too. I'm and I'm going, I can't I'm not gonna, you know, talk about one, I'm not, you know, as you know, I don't know what's going on in the news. You know. And um and then I thought, well, you know what? Maybe I represent part of the audience and I ask a question of a guest. Yeah, stupid a little, questions. Uh, a yeah. Bit, so that was stupid <laughs> questions, Dave. But average man and, stuff. But yeah, average man. And then I sort of found my voice and, and I can remember the joke that turned me around. What's the joke? The joke was um, that so there was some there was doping in the Olympic team by one of the players. One of the Olympians was having caffeine before events. Oh, and the joke I made was, I know he is having caffeine because I stood next to him at the urinal the other day, and when he had a piss, it came out like this. <laughs> Still good. <laughs> good joke. So Stephen Benbow wants. He, I want David Neal to do his bit on pizza toppings being designated at the UN. You did it on the Comedy Ashes years ago. Ah, you do you remember it? Yeah, yeah, but ah, uh, yeah, yeah. You don't want to do it. No, it's all about how. Just the, explain it. I go. Um, how did we end up getting the egg for Aussie? You know, Aussie. Aussie, we get an egg. If you order an Aussie pizza, has an egg on it. Mm, Why did mm. we get that? And at the UN, Butchers Butchers got up and he said, "All right, Hawaii, you get the pineapple. You have pineapples. Oh, that's funny. You know, um, um, and then uh, I can't even remember Mexican. You get the spicy food, and then um, um, Capricosans. You get the olives and the anchovies. Yeah, and Australia, you get the egg." And you're like, well, what do we get the egg? Capricorn is not even a country. And you go, shut up, we'll get nothing like the margaritans over there. <laughs> Classic, <laughs> eh? Oh, I should bring it back. Yeah. Okay, uh, when did you and Glenn first meet? I think we've talked about this before. We met at uh, Full Frontal, probably, in the writer's room. Or I remember doing talking to you backstage at a gig that you booked me for, and, and you were kind oh, of... Yeah. South Meringue Hotel. I remember having very... It wasn't a good gig. I think, what am I fucking doing here? But I remember having to try to be encouraging to you because you were sort of I was coming out of the comedy company, back into stand up. It was nineties. It would have been early nineties. Yeah, because I did comedy company eighty eight, eighty nine. It was ninety one or ninety two. And then probably. I started doing a bit of stand up with Jamoan during the early nineties. Yeah, 90s. I remember that. And then I went up, ended up going to Edinburgh and doing shows over there with him. But I remember trying to get back into it for stand up, and and it just didn't. Anyway, I don't want to get into the whole. But we, I remember we, having we, chat to you. We met on the circuit, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you approached me in a sauna one night in the middle of the city. When yeah, it was a bit weird. It's a bit weird. <laughs> Kim Cook, oh, either of you collectors, and what do you collect? That's a good question, Kim. I, I, I'm not. Re- I'm uh, no, no. No, uh, I wish I, wish I, I, I did. I used to catch, when I was a kid, I matchbox cars. Oh, wow. Yeah. Should have kept them. Hot Wheels. Uh, uh, 
Uh, yeah, nothing. No, no, ben, no. Ben Davis. One thing I always want to know: Russell Court and Wallaby Jack are somehow related. Yeah, well, that was Wallaby Jack is Tom Gloss's character on the Late Show. Yeah, well, Tom had the yeah. idea for for that character on the Late, and he actually did it uh, on the Late oh, Show. I remember it. Yeah, yeah, and 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 oh, look, I haven't, I, I didn't see that much of it, but then yeah, so Tom is the originator of. Yeah. I remember we were doing the panel, and I walked past Tom's office on that fateful day and said, "What are you doing, Tom?" And he said, "I'm writing up these new characters." A character about an amalgamation of all these people. Uh, I said, "That's a good idea." A couple of days later, he said, "Do you want to do it?" Uh, and I said, "Let me have a think about it." And then we went away for a weekend and um, shot some stuff, and came back and went, "Yeah, we like it." We're back in the sauna, I think. Kind of Mitch Dore, McDonald's versus KFC, which is better? McDonald's better than KFC, I reckon. I, last night we had Hungry Jack. Hey, here's something interesting. You know what yeah. I'm doing lately? No. Getting a burger and I'm cutting it in half before I eat it. Is that wrong? Oh, no, not if it's – but generally Hungry Jacks and McDonald's you can eat with, as we discussed, just with two hands. Yeah, but if you cut it in half, it becomes one-handed and it's a lot easier to contemplate. Whereas you go at the whole – anyway, I, I just – it's a new thing I'm trying and I'm liking it. Burger cut in half. I don't mind. I, I don't mind. I cut them in half sometimes. Gus Pruden, what shits you about the others? What uh, What do you love most about the other? Can Glenn go on the Phone Hacks podcast? What else? What happened to Russell Coit's car? This is from Campbell Payne. Uh, there's a number. Of, we used to basically what would happen with Russell Coit, um, series one, or the first time we did it, we would go to a like because we didn't want to drive the car to the location. We just, we would hire the same car in every state, which was I think a Toyota, some four wheel drive. So then we had continuity with the car. Then the next time we did it, we bought a car, which meant that someone had to drive the car to vast places around the country. Oh, wow. Uh, which was a but was good for continuity and good for the look, but it was not as good. So we would just go to the airport and hire one from the airport and go and do all that stuff oh, to it wow. and give it back to <laughs> give it back. They so had no idea. No idea that Russell Coy's car was doing all those dreadful things. And the final question from Zane Mill, an American listener. What's a great Australian candy or snack I should give a go? I've had Tim Tans, licorice, cheesels and twisties in the last few weeks. I was going to say twisties. What should I try next? Wow. What about cherry ripe? Oh, cherry ripe. Yeah. Cherry ripe. Good. Cherry ripe. Flake? Flake. Flake's very Flake, sexy. Very nice. Very um, nice. Uh, so he's, he's doing like a little gift pack to send over. No, he's an American listener. So he must be getting it from buying it on the web or something. So. Oh, right. Um, so is, that, is this the show? What we're doing now? That's it. This is a special COVID show because we recorded this so far ago. This is like a bonus episode. Oh, so this is like this is like this is from the. It's like an extra track on an album because that wouldn't this wouldn't happen normally. Normally, we'd, no. we'd just do a best of or something. No, and this is so this is just keeping us on air. This is us saying we wish you all the very best. We yeah. hope you're doing all right, and uh, we hope that. Oh, I, I thought we could finish off with a somehow related. Oh, go on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, somehow related, and maybe, maybe should we have some thinking music? Oh, okay. Maybe I'll give it to you. All right. Then you can have some thinking music. Yes. You know, okay. Do, do you know the answer to this one? I know the answer to this one. All right, go on. And you might know. Um, you might know. We'll have a little chat about it. How long? How long will we be going for? Oh, a while. Yeah, twenty minutes. Okay, so we have the questions, and now okay. I'll do it. This, so this is like, this is like somehow related mini. I know it, so I can't do it. Okay. And then we'll, I'll give it to you. We can have a chat about it. And then we'll get a thinking music. Okay. Um, okay. 
baseball and rocking chairs. Oh, we've done baseball before. We've done some sort of baseball thing. Take me out to the ball game. I've been to the baseball. Yeah, you've been to the baseball. Have you ever been to the baseball? Did you play baseball at school? No, softball. It's captain of the... What do they play now? T-ball or something? T-ball. They put the ball on the end of a thing and you whack it and everyone runs around. Yeah. You know what a triple play is? No. That's where... That's where you... Say if I'm batting and all the bases are loaded... Mm -hmm. Then I go crack and I hit it mm. and I hit it to third base. I've got third base out. He throws the second base, gets second base out. He throws the first base, gets first base out. It's a triple play. All wow. out one go. That's a triple play. Okay. So that's baseball. Uh, rocking chairs. Love a rocking chair. Rocking chair. I, you know what? Undervalued, I reckon. Yeah. Can you still get those? You can, still, you can get comfy chairs at Rock now, don't you? Yeah, yeah. The rocking chairs were big, but more like a grandparent thing, weren't they, really? No, I think the, the Americans would have on the front porch, and then you do some whittling, and you'd be in your rocking chair. Yeah. What, 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 wasn't there in that film, oh, Psycho? Was there something oh, with yes. a, ro- a rocking chair? Yes, there was. Um, oh, I remember that, yeah. Uh, what else about rocking chairs? It, it was... It was and oh gee, but I reckon they probably go back to the eighteen hundreds. And there was something soothing about a rocking chair. A rocking yeah, chair. it's like when people um, breastfeed; they often rock back and and with babies, rock back and yeah. forth. Yeah, because um, because we've got the grandchild at home, and they they've got a automatic motorized rocker thing. Oh, really? That's good. Like it's a little swingy thing. Didn't have that in my time. Three <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> So, right. how do we get the answer? You tell me the answer. Well, we you don't want need some Sam. music. Yeah, well, sure. What? What's a good baseball movie? I know one because uh, I've already thought about this. You know, um, Build It and They Will Come. Yes. Field of Dreams. Yeah, great. Why don't we, and you're going to love this, why don't we have the speech from James Earl Jones? Oh, yeah. He's, he Vader. or someone says, is he Darth Vader? Yeah, he's the voice of Darth Vader. Build It. And they will, will come. come. And I, I think it probably goes for about five minutes. Yeah. Let's just have get Sam to do a little bit of that. James L. Jones from Field of Dreams. Who was it? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. And he bought a big cornfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and, built a and, baseball. And, uh, and, and then Ghost turned up and, and played the game. Ghost turned up when he was running around through the corn <laughs> and go, hey, movie. hey, Kev, what? <laughs> I'm checking the corn. And Bill, and they come, Bill, what? <laughs> and, and then he builds... Baseball field, and then it gets to the point where they have to. He has to sell the land. Something about, and then they all come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything's all right. Oh, that's weird. Anyway, let's listen to this right. is your think music. You got to have a think about okay. what your answer is. All right. Um, uh, James Hill Jones, Field of Dreams. People will come, Ray. You're broke, Ray. You sell now, or you lose everything. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It's been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game, is a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that once was good, and it could be again. Oh. People will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. Wow, what a speech. What a voice. Um, okay, my answer. 
Oh, geez, it's a hard one. Rocking chairs in baseball. Maybe the rocking chair was developed for uh, yeah, something to do with the bat. To, to do with the swing of the bat. Was it made at? Was the first rocking chair made of old baseball bats? Because it was. That's good. That's good. I, I don't know. What, what, tell me, what is the answer? I'm saying that's good. I mean, I would nearly say that if I didn't know the answer. The answer is that the umpires, that's the guy or the referee, yeah. what, do you, what do they call it, referee? I mean, the referee. Uh, used to sit in a rocking chair. Really? Yes. Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, he was sitting there with his thing on and his, and his, and his, no, his face guard on and, he would, and he's going, I don't want to stand here. I want to sit here. The only chair I've got is why would you want to rock, especially when you're calling so the ball, weird. whether it's a whether it's a ball or whether it's a what is it? What is it? A strike? Yeah, ball. It's so weird, isn't it? That's a weird one, and it's a shame that Sam's not here because she would be she would be she, all over it. She'd be able to oh. tell us exactly what's going on. We miss you, Sam. Come back. So there you go. You so you've tuned in. Yeah. You've got your dinner party thing. Yeah, you've had your questions, your answers. How long have we been going for? Uh, a while. A while. Mini we apologise. We hope you're doing okay. Victoria doing it, has been doing it. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? All we know is you've, you've, you've... We've been there. We've done our best. Yes, and we will return on Somehow Related. <laughs>